Hi guys, I'm James. I'm Chloe, and you're listening to Chloe versus Hollywood. <laughs> you forgot which show it was then, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Okay. Um, but that was right, wasn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. That is the show that you are listening to. <laughs> so well done for clicking on it. Good choice. Yep. Um, even we don't know what's going on. <laughs> what What are we covering today, Chloe? Uh, that film we went to see last night. So we took a, what we it was? took a big step. And we went to the cinema, which is something that we've done, I think, one other time in our relationship. Twice, I think. Twice. Yeah, we normally watch them at home, because I think... It's just better. Yeah, it's just better, and it's cheaper, like... Yeah, it was really expensive. The cinema's just a massive rip-off. It was so expensive. We didn't even get, like, drinks or, like, popcorn or anything, and it was still ridiculously expensive. And we had to pay to park. Yeah. Sickening. (laughs) How dare they? I hate Park. That makes it sound like the parking place was owned by the cinema company, but it wasn't. No, it was owned by our local council. Yeah. Who are... Well, I'm not going to say the word that they are, but it begins with A and ends with holes. <laughs> um, so... you got some strong opinions there today. <laughs> I always have strong opinions about the local borough council. And their Fair ridiculously enough. obscene parking charges. It would nearly cost us £7.50 to park. To go to the movies for a couple of hours. It was ridiculous. (laughs) Anyway, that's beside the point. The movie we went to see was Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Yep. And that is what we're talking about today. Yeah. Um, Do you want to do... I know, it's pretty exciting. So it's a really recent release, which is quite rare for us. And because of the aforementioned never going to the cinema, we don't very often... Catch the new releases. Yeah, we're not really up to speed with all the new releases. But um, like hours so out of date with like we are out of date um but i mean do you want to to give a brief synopsis um so if you haven't watched it um uh maybe watch it before you listen yeah massive spoilers (laughs) ahead yeah just big warning so you know if you haven't seen it go see it yeah and if you don't want to have the movie spoiled i guess because yeah. we'll probably talk heavily if you about don't, it if you don't care like keep listening but if you do care and you're gonna get upset i a i don't really know why you're listening to this and b maybe um watch the movie first yeah all right love you all right so <laughs> so the film <laughs> was about um basically basically based on dnd dungeons and dragons the role-playing game and if you want to know our opinions on dnd Listen to our other podcast. This is what we know because we've got three D and D episodes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if we really like express our opinions in that or whether or not it was just getting D and D. I anyway, don't really remember, but it's probably a great listener. Yeah. No, anyway, as I said, it's a film based on the role playing game Dungeons and Dragons, created by Gary Gygax, which is I don't I question if that's his I real feel like name. There were other people all the as time. Well. Other there were, but he was the the main creator. Okay, I just feel like. It would suck to be one of those other people and he always gets no. mentioned and they don't. <laughs> and it is based in one of the um, worlds of Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. Forgotten Realms. Yeah. Right, I've done no research on this, so this is all just off the top of my head. So, well, so far, you are correct. There we go then. Yeah. I think. I, I think, yeah, I know, I'm pretty sure. It's on like the Sword Coast. Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, which is the Forgotten Realms. Because um, yeah. there are other ones. I think there's one called like Dragonlance and other weird and wonderful places okay well it wasn't anyway, in any of those no um and yeah so it involves a a party yes which indeed it does yeah uh which is a thief a barbarian 
slash fighter. We couldn't really. We were a little bit unsure. Well, I think we come to the conclusion she was a barbarian. It just they didn't show it very well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So a thief, a barbarian, a sorcerer. Yeah, and a druid. And a druid. Um. Basically, the the start of the film is that two of the characters, the barbarian and the thief, who are lifelong friends. Yeah, which I quite enjoyed because they have this annoying thing where they make like weird te- like sexual tension between like yeah they have leads, no sexual tension which I right. which I quite liked I like that because there's nothing worse than like two people just having inappropriate sexual tension like, at times fun, that it's not needed like, no reason yeah exactly because like sometimes you can have a friend who isn't someone that yeah, you're trying like, to sleep with I have but, friends that I'm not trying to sleep with yeah exactly um, that makes sense I feel like that was implied I don't have friends. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have friends I'm not trying to sleep with. <laughs> so he says. I do. <laughs> also, um, we're in a happy, loving relationship, and yeah, I don't think either of us are trying to sleep with no, our friends. No. Anyway, so yeah, it, it was quite nice just to have like a, a like a couple. And um, yeah, I agree. so the thief basically he used to be part of a group who are a big part of fa- like um, the Forgotten Realms and like the sort of the Sword Coast and everything. Um, called the Harpers. Yeah, they're kind of like like good spies, I guess. Yeah, th- so they're they're agents of um balance yeah. in like the D and D sort of like um universe. Like they're they're sort of um you know they're there to keep things you know no no one group gets too powerful. Yeah, exactly. you know so they keep the, they they ma- they um balance the scales. Yeah. So so say so if, he used to be one of those. Yeah. Until he, you don't find this out until later actually. So. Uh, I'm going to say it anyway now. Say it, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was arresting thing. a red wizard of Thay. Thay is a a place. It's a country in the Forgotten Realms that is controlled by a lich called. I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah, uh, I think Alice Savas or something like that. Or, I don't know. Uh, yeah. He is in this, but only in like a tiny part. <laughs> yeah, he, it's really really small. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. He basically he's arresting a red a red wizard. Oh God, words. Red wizard. wizard. There we go. <laughs> um, who who has basically like a collection of like gold, like yeah, in the he, scene. So he nicks some of their gold. And he fought, he caves to a bit of greed and nicks some of the gold. He does. To be fair, he does this for noble reasons. I know that doesn't really make it better, but like it, it's meant to signify that he's not actually like a bad person. Yeah. But he's just like maybe got a bit of questionable morals at the time. Yeah. But anyway, so the Red Wizard, or maybe one of his cronies, I'm not really too sure, because I don't think they're really clarified. I don't think it really matters. No, but anyway, um, one of the Red Wizard's like friends or whatever um, basically comes and attacks his house yeah, while he's away. Kills his wife. And they they have basically like their their daggers are like an insta-kill, basically. So They're like poison. Yes, yeah, but there's no cure. So if you get stabbed by one... That's you, yeah. and the. What was I gonna say? Um, yeah. So the like he's away. I think he's he's in. He's like fighting with the, you know, the Harpers and that. Yeah. And then he comes home and he finds his wife dead after seeing them ride through the village. I thought it was really strange. I was like, mm. do they not know you? Didn't, didn't he see well, your face? They didn't recognize him, so. I know, but I was like, how? Anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, so he comes home and she's all veiny and horrible and dying. dying. It's okay because she's hidden their daughter yeah. in a in convenient a, a... secret storage cupboard that they have. And I was like, it's the front of the house. How did you do this? 
Like, yeah, there's no, like, room for that cupboard to be there. No, well, there's no, like, a chance for her to get her away without being seen doing so. Well, maybe she did it before they arrived. Yeah, but I was like, how would she know that they were on their way? Maybe she heard the horses? I don't know. Uh, anyway, anyway, anyway yeah. Did. Anyway, yeah. Uh, that's what happened. So the yeah. daughter survived, so he's left with his daughter. Yeah, he becomes a bit of a... He falls off the wagon, basically. Yeah. He becomes he a bit of, like, a, a scoundrel. He yeah. he? His harper's oath. Yeah. He burns, like, the... I don't know, it was going to be like the Harper yeah. Bible or something. I don't really know. I what... don't really know what it was. No, I think it was like didn't... a seal or something. Yeah, they don't really like explain what the book was, but they like he burns yeah, it anyway. He burnt it, yeah. yeah. It, it was like he did, he like swore his oath yeah. on it, but he burnt it and yeah. like forswore his oath now. And and he made some new friends. He made Yeah, he made some new friends. Shady friends. Yeah. Slightly questionable friends. Some of them good. Yeah. Like his barbarian female friend, played yeah. by uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. And some of them maybe slightly less good yeah such as um oh god i've forgotten them. um he was a con man his, his who is forge. played by forge who is played by the incredible hugh grant he was really good he Come is like he's just getting better and better i genuinely think he's actually getting better yeah i think it's i think it's partly because he chooses the roles now yeah whereas obviously before because he you know he's made his money he doesn't really like care yeah. he he was sort of having to like just take roles to make ends meet. Yeah, maybe. Whereas now... Anyway, like just, he was very good at Yeah, he well. was great. But anyway, yeah. So he, along with the Barbarian and um, Forge, the con man. Mm-hmm. And the sorcerer and guy. And a sorcerer who's mm, a bit questionable. Yeah, like, he's, not, he's not... like, And I wouldn't say he was like a bad guy, but he's mm-hmm. maybe a little bit shady. Mm-hmm. But he is basically... He's related to a very powerful wizard... Like, who is, I think his grandfather, I think they say in the film? Something like that. I don't know. I really lost track of Yeah, him, I think but... you might have fallen asleep. Maybe yeah, like I'm going gonna, gonna to put out here, I, I'd been at work all day. I had yeah. quite a long day, so I did fall asleep at points of this film. I watched the whole film, and I found it amazing. But yeah, Chloe did have a, a brief nap, because she I fell asleep tired. on my shoulder. I was tired. <laughs> anyway. I didn't miss anything too important. No. So he's, yeah, he's a bit of like a, he's just not very good at being a wizard. Yeah. But anyway, sorcerer, so I sorry. feel like uh, really we're ten minutes in and we still haven't even got close to the subject of the film, so I feel like we need yeah, to okay. so shorten this. Basically, account. they are approached by a wizard. They're not too sure exactly who she is, because yeah. they didn't ever explain it at the time. Who, it turns out, is a red wizard. Who is an evil yeah. red wizard. But they were approached, to, I think, to steal from the... Yeah, she wanted to steal that horn thing. Yeah, from the wizard. And then he, he didn't want to do it because he thought it was too risky from yeah. the Harpers. Oh, that was it. Yeah, it was from the Harpers. he didn't want to do it because he thought there it was too risky. Yeah. But then she was like, oh, there's this tablet of reawakening. Yes, that he could use to resurrect to... his wife. Yeah, so he can bring his wife back. Yeah. But he has a bit of like weird um, like reasons why. What do you mean? In in the film. Like, at the start, like we don't understand quite his like logic. Because he says, oh, I wanted to do it to bring... My um her her mother back or something doesn't he? Yeah, so he says that he wants to bring his wife back so that his baby can have a mother. Yeah, but, but actually, we actually... all know that the real reason is because he wants his girlfriend. Yeah, back. which I wish he kind of just admitted that. It was a yeah. bit weird that like logic. Wasn't I feel it? like it was like trying to be like noble and whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um. So they go to they go so to this they place break to in. steal the thing, break in, and they set off some sort of alarm, like booby trap, basically. Yeah. yeah. And um, they are attacked by just. Some guys. Lots of guards, basically. Yeah. <laughs> they really um, enjoyed their guard groups in this, actually, didn't they? Yeah, they like, did. there was lots of guard groups, which yeah. I thought I mean, it was quite good because it showed that, like, you know, all the places had like yeah. functioning security. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway, um, so the, the, they, the fight kicks the off. The lady that hired them to do this. 
they, cast some sort of time freezing spell. So in like D and D, there is a spell called Time Stop, and in a small bubble of area, basically, mm. like time just stops for everyone but the caster. So the caster can do whatever they want in that yeah. place, but everyone else is frozen in time. Um, and but in the in the film, they basically portray the effect as like a bubble, mm. like that expands out from wherever the caster yeah. first cast it. And, you, kind of and get, you can kind of get stuck. Yeah, in. you get like ensnared in it, don't you? Almost like. Right. So this guy, this who I think we didn't say, but we should say, is played by Chris Pine. Yeah, Chris Pine. Um, so him and his basically everyone else, but friend. like the sorcerer. Yeah. Um, Ford. Simon. Ford. Ford. And, Simon, yeah. and the wizard uh, and the um the female mage. He was called like Seraphina or something yeah. like that. Basically, everyone except from them get captured. Yeah. In the bubble, and then when the bubble wears off, um, they've obviously Chris got Pine away. and Michelle Rodriguez are captured and in yeah. like imprisoned, and they get put in this prison in this sort of cold <laughs> wasteland in Icewind Dale, which is where we first meet them. Where we there, first there. meet, them. yeah. And then there's kind of like a sort of almost like a flashbacky kind of situation, yes, which explaining is how we... sort of yeah. What's so when happened. when they're um they're trying to get their pardon, so they're like explaining this story. <laughs> it's a very actually it's a great scene because th- throughout the entire pardon. Like, because they've done this many times before, it sort of explained yeah. or inferred at least. Um, they're constantly waiting on one of the final member of the yeah uh, judges council, council. I guess. Yeah, you call them the judges? Like basically yeah. like the wardens of the prison, I suppose. Yeah. Like who are in charge of saying whether or not you're allowed yeah. to go or not. So, so he's trying to persuade them to wait, yeah. hold the entire hearing until this guy turns up. So I think the council consisted of like a, a human, like an elderly, like an elder sort of human male. Yeah. Um, a halfling, I yeah. think was one of them, and a dragonborn, and then the missing... The dragonborn was cool. Do you hear yeah. glasses on? I did like the glasses. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. yeah. I quite like the fact that like, again, like none of the main characters were particularly inhuman no but they they had a few like of the like dotted around yeah dotted around anyway so they're waiting for this guy jonathan to turn up and um while he's telling the story so he's constantly telling he's he's like telling the story of what happened and then finally jonathan appears (laughs) jonathan is an aracocra an aracocra is basically a large bird man (laughs) yeah (laughs) and so what they do is they (laughs) They punch out their guards, they, basically. They they beat up the guards, and the two of them like effectively run Jonathan towards the window and throw him and themselves out the window. Yeah, and use him basically as like a, a, a living glider. Yeah, and he like kind of flies them down, obviously to save himself. But well, the funny thing about it is when they threw themselves out the window, the guy was like, "Oh, we gave you your pardon." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it turns out that they'd managed to convince the um the council this time. And that they'd actually been pardoned, and they didn't actually have to escape. <laughs> anyway, that was a so great scene. That was really funny. That yeah. was a really funny scene. Um, so they, they they managed to escape. Yeah. By using this giant bird yeah. man to out throw out a window. <laughs> this is important for later. Yeah. He <laughs> he he's knocked out in the process, but survives. Yeah. Which I thought was quite that was quite nice actually that they yeah, weren't like he wasn't like injured or whatever. And, and they didn't like kill him. Yeah. You know because like they, they actually check that he's st- like yeah. still going. Um, he, yeah, he, for like to a be fair, term, they did abandon him in the cold wasteland. Yeah, but so to be fair, you'd assume the guards yeah. would have like. Yeah, they would have come and got him. Who knows? He's a bird man. Maybe he doesn't feel cold the same way like people do. I don't know. Mm, anyway, it probably says that somewhere in the Disney books. It probably um, does. But we will. Um... <laughs> anyway, so they make their way back to um, like to a tavern, basically, 
Because they do start in a tavern, effectively, actually. Yeah. yeah. I was saying when we got back, I was slightly annoyed that the quest didn't start in a tavern. But, but actually, right, it kind of did. Yeah. Because this yeah. was like the precursor to the so, quest. So what we forgot to say is that when they got caught in the time bubble, Chris Pine's character asked Forge to look, to after, look, his look daughter. after his daughter. Anyway, so now he's all like, yay, I'm going to go find my daughter. Yeah. So they so, go. So they try and track down Forge, yeah. who has been living the life of luxury. Who it turns out is now Lord of Neverwinter. Yeah, which is quite a substantial role. He's effectively like like Lord of the si- like an entire city. It's quite a big. Yeah, like, and he's like conned his way in there yeah. basically. He, he along with the uh, sorceress, yeah, who cast the time bubble. Um, basically, she has poisoned the incumbent lord, and yeah. they held like almost an election. I, th- I think I fell asleep at this point. And basically, he won the election, like probably through magic and bribery, and was made Lord of Neverwinter. Yeah. And he has brought back a, like, what, like a, it a was, kind of like, like the Hunger Games yeah. kind of situation. Yeah, a bit like a gladiatorial um, like games where yeah. like a, a group of um, adventurer types, um, either willingly or. In later you will find out willing unwillingly um compete against the um like different creatures basically they've captured yeah. basically yeah yeah um but it says earlier at the beginning there's a bit of foreshadowing and they're like no one's ever survived yes because apparently what happens is you just sort of keep going till you die yeah. which i didn't really get the logic of like that i think you could win just no one ever has yeah because like it made it sound like because when they were like um so in it, they run through the maze and then several of the adventurers get, yeah. get to hide in the steel cage. Yeah, and I then think... they were like, "Does that just?" They were like, "Oh, it just resets, and we have to keep going again and again and again." Yeah. I was like, "Well, how do you win?" Then? Yeah, it just seemed that odd. <laughs> well, but that's beside. The anyway, place. yeah. So they they make their way to Neverwinter. Uh, ne- yeah, Neverwinter. Yeah, I say Neverember, but, that, but that's the name of the Lord who. That is the name of Lord yeah. of Neverwinter, which Lord is very fun, <laughs> frustrating. Um, but anyway. anyway, he's ill. Yeah, so, so they... they make their way there. They meet Forge. Who explains sort of roughly how he became the Lord as we've yeah. just done. And um they're introduced to the female sorceress again and they're sort of like They're like kind of surprised that they're still yeah. working together. Although if they thought about it they should not be, because mm. that was obviously how he got made Lord Neverwinter. But there we go. Hugh Grant is chewing scenery amazingly in this moment. Yep. Talking about how the tea is really hot, <laughs> which is great. Yeah. They also they also meet um uh Chris Pine's daughter. Yeah, who's he... like all angry at him. Yeah. She she's, which is she's kind of been, had her mind sort of poisoned against uh, Chris Pine's yeah. character by Forge over several years because yeah. they don't really ever explain how long it's been. I don't think it was two years. Was it two years? Yeah, they were in prison for two years. Seems like a weird amount of time to poison someone's to mind. Have completely by the way. forgotten about your own father. Yeah, yeah. It does seem a little bit odd, but there we go. That's what happened. She <laughs> was anyway. a child. Like I think I may maybe in that scene would have preferred maybe if there was some magic at work. Yeah. Because like if you have a. a like a witch or you know a sorceress or whatever you want to call it um you could probably have like you know had her do some voodoo or something and like this person is now you know now believes whatever you're saying for like yeah and that would like for all the criticisms of forge's character for being like this immoral con man he did look after chris bines genuinely yeah Yeah. even though like they they kind of have like a throwaway line is like oh I, I care about her because she views me as a god, which I thought was a really weird, like, bit. Yeah. It was quite fun. It was quite also, like. So she was, like, too old to view someone as yeah, a god. Yeah. Like, 
But that's that very like um they seemed... do things they, that they seem to do a lot in films where they treat people that are like I don't know like sixteen yeah as if they're like five. Yeah, she seemed fairly streetwise. Yeah, and she'd been like, like... traveling with them and been like part of their gang for yeah. ages. Yeah, and she wasn't like I don't know how old she was meant to be, but she was like a teenager. Yeah, I couldn't quite ever gauge how old she was meant to be. It was hard, but anyway. She was definitely old enough to be able yeah. to form her own opinion. So Forge. <laughs> <clears throat> I think my voice is going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Forge, uh, basically attempts to have them executed. Yeah. And and, but they escape. They escape. And then they go on this mission to yeah. come back and. It's a heist. Depower him and get the get the yeah. get the child daughter. <laughs> the child um, daughter. I'm just thinking. As opposed to the adult daughter. We're 20 minutes in and we haven't even got close to explaining the story, so no. maybe we shouldn't. Okay. Maybe we should just leave it at that and then get into our right. in-depth yeah, analysis. Yeah, so they, they go about collecting the rest of their party. Yeah. You know, they meet up with the Simon, the, the uh, sorcerer who we mentioned before. They meet up with um, uh, the druid. Whose name we don't know uh, or don't dr- remember. Dr- Draco or something like that. Because of, it because of the D and an R and that's Anyway, so she's obviously a pretty high-level druid because yeah. she can do, like, all the shape changes. Yes, which is pretty fun, actually. Yeah. I will say, I started noticing some, like, weird... Like Avengers, like sort of comparators at this point, because when you're introduced to her, she's she takes some of a horse, which is pretty funny, mm. and then changes into a owl bear, which you I think they they, have, they actually advertise this, so mm. you know it's not like we're um giving anything away there, even though we're giving away the entire film I feel like, basically. Well, it's but a anyway. bit difficult to yeah review a film yeah. without giving true. away what happens. That in is it. true. But anyway, yeah, so she turns into an owl bear. And basically does a Hulk and just, like, smashes a load of people into the ground. Yeah. Which is actually a little bit of foreshadowing for what happens later on in the end of the film, I, I, which I it just realised. yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so this anyway. is a whole big thing, because we didn't know that druids could turn into Albert. No, because in the D&D books, it's mm. based on um, challenge rating. But, which is why I say she must be a very high level. Yeah, yeah, so the higher level. And to have to do it many times. Because I think yeah. they had a certain like number of times there's they could like do it a day. like a limit of how many, yeah. Yeah. And there's at one point where she's like going through this whole thing, changing from animal to animal. Yes. Which um, I was a bit like, hmm. <laughs> it was a little bit pushing what a druid theoretically can do. Yeah. Well, obviously um, they they had to make it flow for the film. Yeah, exactly. And it was the same with like a lot of the stuff that they did that they had to sort of make it flow yeah. for the film. And if you had it too close to the D and D law, it would be quite stunted <laughs> and weird. <laughs> Yeah, it would be like um like a D and D game, isn't it? Where yeah. you have to keep stopping to yeah. roll and things like that, and be like, oh, oh I can't do that now. They did do a little nod at that when they were like, five questions seems like an arbitrary number. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was pretty <laughs> funny. What they didn't do, which I am so glad that they didn't do, because I think it would have just killed the entire film. They didn't have you find out at the end that it was actually a D and D game. Yeah, because that would have destroyed it. Like, you can play in the world. You don't need to completely follow, you know, yeah. the, the yeah, like exactly. the law of the world completely. In that, yeah. you have to have several people sat around a table playing a game. Yeah. So anyway, anyway. so they get their party together. Yeah. And then they decide that what they need is this helm of something or other. A uh, helm of disjunction, I think it was called, or something. Yeah, which <laughs> distraction. Because the seal was sealed with the seal. Seal of Morden the seal was Sealed with the seal. Oh, that's awful. I know that. <laughs> the vault where they want so they yeah. want to steal the money and also the daughter so they, they create like several plans don't they at that point i think as well yeah. they're like oh one plan is that we're gonna use a recently discovered staff of teleportation which i was a little bit mm. how did you not know that, that was a, a, a magical item yeah i kind of felt like that because it's like it was annoyingly convenient that he noticed right when they needed it yeah <laughs> and um 
yeah, so they use this to give like them one way of getting in, and then they use the, the, the helm thing. of to uh, effectively like it's a bit like a, a magical um, EMP, yeah, like electromagnetic pulse that would shut down like all magical effects in the area. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, anyway, so they go on this little like mini quest, like a side yeah. quest to go and find the helm yeah. of destruction, or where they meet the pretty indomitable. I can't remember what his name was, but he was a paladin. Uh, Reggie Jean Page. No, who... I mean, I couldn't remember the character's oh, yeah, name. Yeah, I mean, I knew he's, pl- he's played was. by Reggie Jean Page. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know the character's name. No. I feel like, actually, to be honest, I feel like that was almost like a slight weakness. You never remember the character's names? No, yeah. Like, I think it's because the actors are so, like, known. Yeah. That it was almost, you didn't really pay attention to who their characters their were Their character's actual names were. Yeah. <clears throat> um, anyway, so... But anyway... They, they find for various reasons yeah. they track him down and because after after digging up like an entire graveyard's worth of dead bodies to ask them questions, to ask them questions which it was I, funny it, it was, was funny. it was very funny but i was also like how many uses does this item have by the way because if it was a dnd item it'd have like one use and you'd have to rest no, it was a spell was it a spell it was a spell i thought no but you had like a totem that you like oh well maybe it had like 20 charges or something It'd have been quite fun if they were like, oh, we've only got like a couple more uses of this item, because yeah. that'd be a bit good. But anyway. Yeah, it was funny because um, they had to ask them all five yeah. questions. <laughs> yeah. And the first time they just blew it completely by saying, oh, is this one of the five questions? <laughs> and basically like doing that thing that like, they, they, it's quite a bit of a film trope, slightly. Yeah. But it was, it was they did it in a very it was funny, a really way. funny way. Yeah. But yeah. And uh, yeah, eventually they figure out that the item was given to this was paladin. Given to this paladin guy. <laughs> and... He has taken it and hidden it, and yeah. he tells them he's hidden it in the Underdark. So they have a, a bit of an adventure into the Underdark. Yeah, which was quite fun. I it was enjoyed, quite fun. I enjoyed that the main quest had a side quest. It was very, I like, I kind D&D-ish. of wished that they'd introduce maybe some Dark Elves. That'd yeah, quite fun. I would have liked that. Because, obviously, it's the Underdark. It's got, like, it's got... Yeah. But they did in- introduce Brain Devourers, which were really yeah, cute. Yeah, oh, they were adorable. You wanted to keep them as a pet, and you, you did. didn't. Yeah, because otherwise they yeah, kill your brain. <laughs> yeah, because they, like, eat your brain and take your body over. Yeah. But they were so cute. But they oh kind of... They, they were like little dogs. They, yeah, they portrayed them basically as, like, animals, and it was really, really cute. adorable. Yeah. And it was very funny, actually, because they, they explained how they worked, mm. and then proceeded to have the group basically hide in plain sight, which is yeah. actually quite a and d move, actually. Yeah, it's just Sam still. <laughs> yeah, they won't yeah and no one will see you. And um, then one of the characters remarks how it's offensive because um, they're meant to be able to, like, smell intelligence. Yeah, they can only <laughs> They just walk past. <laughs> it was quite funny. There that were lots was, of that, funny that moments. That was, yeah. Well. Like, there were a lot more, like... It was quite a quip-heavy. Yeah, but not in, like, an annoying way. No, actually, I think they did a very good job balancing. Yeah. Um, having... And there were some, you know, this is a good example when they had that bridge. You know, there were some quite like classic D and D moments. You know, like you have this bridge that you have to cross by solving a puzzle. Yeah, but, but the then puzzle someone was accidentally treads on it. Ridiculously complex. Yeah, and they're like, oh, it's easy. <laughs> yeah, you just did it over. That was a very like D and D moment. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, and then like someone tries it, and they basically roll a natural one. Yeah, and the whole bridge the is whole destroyed, and you're like, well, what are we meant to do now? 
Uh, anyway, so they get the item, yeah. they get and the item. then they get chased by the most adorable oh dragon. Oh my god, the dragon was incredible. He was so chubby and cute. This dragon, I think they said at some point, did he eat his did horde? Did he eat his previous lair? Yeah, something. his previous lair, that was it. This dragon was enormous. Like, he was so in, 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 in and all... incompetent, it was great. He wasn't even incompetent, he just slid along the ground, it was incredible. Like <laughs> He like couldn't fly because he was too heavy. Yeah, and he just, he literally just slid along the ground with his mouth open, just eating things as they came in front of him. <laughs> it was amazing. It was really fun. Eventually they get trapped in like a tunnel. Yeah. Or in like a, a small like passage. Yeah. With no way of go- going back because the dragon's mouth is there. And no way of going anywhere else. Yeah. So I think it was like a shrine? Yeah, I think it might have been. I don't really know. But anyway. And, um, anyway the dragon is basically like bucking forward, trying to get in. And because it's so large and so powerful, it's effectively like destroying where they are and they almost like the fat dragon a great deal oh it was probably one of, probably one of one favorite my favorite bits things yeah of the entire film it was just this fat dragon it was amazing <laughs> and, and yeah basically so like they come up with a plan to um basically use because i don't know how, how this works but the dragon was like so fat it didn't seem to have to like breathe fire properly yeah that did seem a bit odd <clears throat> it like breathed gas yeah and so they use um one of simon's tricks that uh when they first meet him he's like scamming yeah. a load of people and like performing loads of like really terrible like sorcerer magic yeah to like steal from his yeah. audience basically yeah it turns out he's actually using like telekinesis to steal all their like valuables but anyway um and then they, they do like he basically does the same thing with like a small flame on the tip of his yeah. finger and as soon as like the dragon like or as soon as the water gets high enough mm-hmm. and the dragon breathes it they like he basically caused the dragon's flame to ignite and it caused a large explosion. Yeah, they kind of blow themselves out of the underdark. Yeah, which is a pretty funny way of doing it. And also I was like, did you not take any damage from that? Well, apparently not. Because, like, normally, you know... Like, I you would like... definitely... If I was DM, I would have said you took yeah. damage from that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Without question. I would have had everyone rolling to see if they'd taken lethal damage. Mm. But anyway. So, yeah, they escape the underdark and... And the fat dragon. And the fat dragon. Who, I hope he makes a return. I hope he makes a return. He was, he was absolutely he was just fantastic. Great. I really liked him. And then, literally, just to like really enunciate the character, like the Paladin's character, yeah. he walks in a straight line away. He like leaves. <laughs> oh, when he went over the rock, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> so, the characters are look, like watching, because he, he's like, oh, I, w- I will leave you now. And like, you know. Yeah. Um, because he, he was a bit overpowered. Yeah, I was glad he didn't join the party. Like, I liked the character. I thought it was really, you know, he was really well done, really yeah. acted. But if he'd have joined the party, he would have been like, he would have made them, like, unnecessarily powerful. Yeah. He was quite good, actually, in that. Like, it was actually quite a and d moment, actually, where, mm. you know, if you've got quite a weak party, yeah, you team them up. You do something difficult. Like, yeah. you team them up with an overpowered, like, Yeah, you get some NPC to come in. Yeah, yeah. To give them basically, like, a bit of assistance. Yeah. Because he did basically take on a lot of, like, the bad guys. Yeah, he did. He well, he took on all the bad guys. Yeah, because the bad well, guys. He also told them about the. He did a bit of an exposition dump, really. Yes. And told them about um the like evil magic that turned yeah. people into like zombie people. Yeah, that was that was an interesting bit. Basically, like all the like the chief wizards of Fae were basically. I think they're like liches, which are yeah. really powerful undead spellcasters, basically. And they did a weird, horrific spell that basically turns. He like sucked all the life. Well, the the guy did, didn't he? The other yeah. ones did. It was like a, he was like staging a coup. 
Yeah, but like they followed him, didn't they? Though, because obviously they didn't. I don't become... think they really had a lot of choice. Oh, no, I, I agree, but yeah, he basically, yeah, he like saved the coup and um, drained a load of people of like their life essence. Yeah, made them like undead. And made them into like army kind of uh, Yeah, made them into an undead army, and basically they just could not die. Yeah, so you'd like kill them and they just like come out. Yeah, which they 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 actually show later on. Yeah, where like um, the paladin basically kicked in the underdark. The paladin like kills all these. Um, like Thayan assassins, yeah, and then a few moments later, he was like, he runs past them. And he's like, oh yeah, we should leave now. And they're like, why? Oh, because they're not dead. And they they sit back up and start like coming after them. But then it's okay because they all get eaten by the dragon. Which they do get eaten. Question: by the What dragon. happens if you if they get eaten by a dragon? Well, I suppose I mean, maybe the dragon's got like some really strong stomach acid, and they just get like it dissolved. Because obviously they're not immortal. Or, like, they're not invulnerable, are they? No, they just don't die. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Maybe anyway, that it was yeah. never shown, and it's kind of no. irrelevant. Yeah, so yeah, he he exposition dumps, and um, then he leaves them. Yeah, as we say, because he, he was a bit overpowered. But yeah. they do give him a reason why he was overpowered, because he, he was old. he was old, because he was at least like two hundred years old, wasn't he? I think. I don't know. Like, anyway, old. yeah, he was he was old, and looked very good for his age, because mm, he was yeah, old. He, did. <laughs> <laughs> he looked yeah. great. And um, so then they they make their way finally back to Neverwinter. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have we missed something? Oh, Simon can't attune to the helmet. Oh, that was it. Yeah. So Simon keeps trying to attune to the helmet and is um, basically being being like magically cucked by his grandfather. Yeah, that was a bit weird. But I think I found that weird because we don't play with a, with a attunement. Well, we we use it in the sense of like you know, oh, the character is now attuned to the item. Yeah. Whereas they they actually made it quite a big part of the quite like hard, yeah. the film, yeah. Which I thought was quite interesting. It's quite an interesting like dynamic because yeah. it's never really been like that way. It's just like oh, you have this magical item, you spend twenty four hours or whatever it is I think is tuning with it, and now Bonding it's with it, yeah, it's and yours. now it's your thing. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be quite fun actually if they were like, oh, I've got my max amount of items. By the way, yeah. I cannot, I can no longer attune with this. Yeah, I can only attune with three items. <laughs> I think I always think there's a weird limitation, but it, obviously it's, it's stopped it's characters stop from being too like, overpowered. Yeah, to stop you from just having yeah. ten magical items. I, I now have the helm of death, the armor of invincibility, <laughs> yeah, exactly. the boots of lightning, yeah. and the sword of and of course death. the flaming long tongue. Yeah, and the flame. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so then you'd, you'd just be unstoppable, wouldn't you? Like yeah. at that point, and it, there'd be no point. You know, yeah, what would you fight? But anyway. Yeah, it would have been quite fun if they maybe made a reference well, to that. But like, yeah. I did, I did quite like the achievement stuff though, because it raised some interesting like yeah. questions as to like why? Because in the end, he punches himself in the face, effectively, yeah. and it because t- it turns out like his the grandfather he thinks is like stopping him is actually him. He, he can't attune because he believes he's a bad wizard or something. Yeah, okay. and it was a bit confusing actually. I didn't quite make sense that anyway, anyway when he went under pressure he was able to achieve yeah so when under pressure he rebelled against his um uh grandfather him yeah and and yeah he was able to tune to it and yeah i think we've no we've missed something actually because um they they basically they smuggle themselves well they smuggle like a portal hidden in a frame of a photograph into the um into like the the money the, that's going to be gambled yeah it's, it's kind of like into a the vault. into the money that's going to be gambled on the games that Forge has arranged. Yeah. Which they think at this point is behind the seal of Mordenkainen. Yeah. But it turns out it's actually somewhere different. Because this is where you find out that Forge is actually conning the entirety of Neverwinter. And just stealing all the money. And just stealing everyone's Which money. beautifully in character. Oh, uh, yeah. He was like the truest to his character. 
Yeah, he was really good. We liked him. <laughs> I quite, I thought it was quite funny that he's just like, no, I just want to live the easy life. Anyway, so they break into the into the where they yeah. think the money is. At the same time as um, the druid is basically she's chipping away at the stone because the the picture frame falls over with the um with the portal facing downwards yeah. and because of the way which well, the... was a classic you rolled a one. Oh yeah cl- classic you couldn't have yeah you couldn't have asked for anything better and basically she's like if i can make a small gap i can become a worm and mm. i can get into this room yeah and and so she's like look you you guys go and do that i'll i'll keep chipping away at this mm. <clears throat> but one of the um the inn where they're sort of staying like alerts the guards what well, i think she was like uh the like one of the serving people or like a in person no it was um it was one of the women that was on the council and they escaped was it yeah oh i didn't i wasn't sure because like it'd be obviously been quite at that point it'd been quite a long time since we'd seen those characters yeah. i wasn't sure if it was the same one okay no i'm pretty sure it was okay i think that was why she recognized them she was oh, like oh those okay. two have escaped from uh, prison right yeah i wasn't sure if it was just like a person i think that's what happened because they were they did have like forms saying that you know these people are being hunted yeah, they so were like on I was the like, run. maybe you know, it could have either been they're on the run, or it could have been like you know, someone just recognised them or whatever. Yeah. And if if it was that, then cool. I just I didn't realise. Anyway, so yeah, she summons the guards, and the guards are trying to break into the um the room, while the druid is desperately trying to chip away at the stone <sighs> to make a um a gap large enough that she can wiggle through. Wiggle through. Which she does at the last second, yeah, just course. as they burst in, which is a little bit cliche, but yeah. it's fine. Yeah, we're, we're fine with that. And at the same time, Simon is able to, um, or the the sorcerer is able to uh, connect with the helm, and he's able to disrupt the spell. They burst into the um, into the um, the, like, the where they think the money is. Yeah, the vault. There we go. Words yeah. and. She is inside the vault at the same time. But then you realise they're in different places. Yeah. It turns out that, as we said, Forge is conning everyone. Yeah. And he has stolen all the money, which is being is underneath the city currently. And it's being and loaded onto a ship. Yeah. And he is about, doing a runner. He's going to do a runner. And it turns out that, like, yeah, the, like, the vault itself is empty. Which I think then, like, triggers, like, an alarm. I don't know, but somehow they get captured. They get captured. Uh, taking and, the forge, yeah, and then he's like, "I'm going to kill you all." Yeah, but I'm going to leave the room while it's happening because I'm no fan of proper violence, which I thought was quite <laughs> funny. <laughs> and um, basically, they managed to. I think this is almost like a charisma roll, by the way, mm. in like, action, like yeah. trick, you know, like barter with um forge and mm. the sorceress to be sent into the um, go and go in the game, yeah. instead of yeah. And they're like, well, you're just going to die. And it's like, well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, <laughs> better be alive a bit longer than, I suppose, be, you know, killed immediately. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, yeah, so they are they are taken away, stripped of all their, like, their items yeah. and chucked into the um, the pit. Oh, and the uh, magic and, users. Are... And the magic users are given bracelets, aren't they, that, that stop, stop them, them from using their being magic. Using their magic. At this point, actually, by the way, because there's never been any, like, druid magic cast except from her shapeshifting. Yeah. This is the first moment you realise actually that it's a magical effect. Yeah. Which I thought I mean, was a bit weird because I always thought it was, I didn't think it was because magic. Because druids actually have magic. Yeah, themselves. But she never uses it. spells, but she doesn't use it. But yeah, the shape shifting is magic, I don't think. No, but I anyway, don't Anyway, th- it's for yeah, the sake anyway. of this, it is. Yeah. 
Um, so then they have to go through like this kind of like maze situation. Yeah. Collecting like items, like, yeah. you know, from different chests that are sort of dotted around. So inevitably one of them is <coughs> Yeah, so they, they, they managed to collect a couple of items, uh, but the most of the items are taken by other adventuring groups who are in the mm. pit fighting against i think they're called displacer beasts or something like that they're like cats with cactuses yeah yeah with like sort of um they have like tendrils on top of them that like come out with like cactus points effectively they're super cute they were quite adorable they're, they're like panthers aren't they i think yeah. basically like with yeah they were beautiful but they ate quite a few people they did and um <laughs> if you can't tell chloe loves cats I am unfortunately allergic, so we can't have cats. But we've never established, and I really want to know, whether your allergy would also be to big cats. Yeah, I, I've always wondered that, but we have never had a chance to Obviously, find out. it's quite difficult to test that thing. Yeah, I'm not going like, to go and roll around with a big cat just to find out, because I would think i It would be cute I'd if they were friendly, though, and you could have cuddles. <laughs> Funny that would be. If we just have like a massive allergic reaction to a cat, though. <laughs> like, to a large cat. I just, oh. Oh, I'm just, just curious. I'm yeah, that would be interesting. Point. But anyway. Anyway, so they so, do some kind of fancy thing and are able to escape. They basically they figure out that um, because the druid is able to, she was able, she got her hand stuck in like a um, gelatinous cube. Yeah. Which basically, if you're in it long enough, it dissolves you yeah. into a skeleton. Gross. <laughs> yeah, and it was quite clever actually because like they they like they showed it quite well uh, that if you go in it, you're basically stuck. Yeah. Okay. And. If you get stuck, if you get like touched to it, you get sucked in. Yeah, which I thought was quite good. And um, but they, but she's realised that now she's had her band removed because she got her hand stuck in it. Um, that she can st- she can change. Yeah. So she tells them to jump into the cube right at the last second mm-hmm. when the gong sounds. Yeah. So the gong made like one layer of the maze get taken yeah. away, kind of thing. Yeah, because slowly the maze is being stripped away, and it's just a, a like a blank yeah. level. And they have, they, you know, they either have to kill the displacer beast or be killed themselves. But anyway, they get, they jump into the cube at the right point and they get sucked down to below the maze. Mm-hmm. I slightly wish maybe there'd been more of that scene of them below the maze, like running through, yeah. was there like things were slamming down? Yeah. I thought it'd been quite interesting. But anyway, so yeah, they they come across the, basically the treasure chamber where Forge had actually stored his like the treasure yeah. like this time, which has all been loaded onto a ship. And they're sailing away. Yeah. They've, they've, you know, everything's great. Blah blah blah. They've got, they got the daughter. Yeah. We'd forgotten about because she was kind of. Yeah, she kind of. It was a bit of a weird bit, that wasn't it? Like she sort of was there, and then she was no longer there. But anyway, um, and yeah, everything's great. But then suddenly, they see that the sorceress, mm. who throughout the film you sort of like, it's, it's hinted that she, you know, is a very powerful wizard. Then you realise that actually she's from Fae, because. Uh, I don't know why, but she seemed to enjoy strutting around in red robes like every now and then. When I'm like, surely, so you just wouldn't, and then yeah. no one would ever know. Yeah, like, but then maybe that was like her true nature emerging. I don't know. Maybe anyway, yeah. So uh, she basically tries to do exactly the same as the lich who, ha- uh, you know, uh, started the coup in Thay. Yeah, did. summoned the like yeah. undead army. Because actually, they, they drop in at one point. Actually, I realised that he's limited to only Thay. Yeah. So that that she needs to do this to infect Neverwinter effectively. Yeah. So he can then come in and take over. Yeah. At least that's what I sort of got it as. I don't really. I I don't really. I found that bit a little confusing to be honest. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I think now I'm pretty that, sure. Now that I come to try and explain it, it was quite a confusing storyline. <laughs> but you did follow it, okay? It was like it was really good. Honestly, the film yeah. was amazing. We like. Anyway, it. so yeah, they they they're like 
oh, I suppose we've got to save everyone. So they go back. Which they do in a really fun way, actually. Because yeah. they, initially they're like, oh, let's keep the gold and let's just, you know, live the life of luxury. Yeah. They're like, no, no, no. I promised the paladin I would give the gold away. And they do it in the best possible way. Yeah, they like pour out of the balloon. It's great. How did they? I, I never quite understood how they hit the balloon. Because they could see it. No, but he, he said it was like a limited range of like 500 meters or I something. I think he like said that. half a mile. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. Okay. Mm, yeah, I, sp- I suppose up is a bit different to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they, they basically they hit the side of a large balloon that's got um, Forge's face on it. Mm. And using the picture frame that they had a portal attached to Previously. from earlier. They like pour all the gold, all the gold out of this balloon. Out of the balloon. And Forge, about to scarper. Yeah. Uh, he's complaining to one of like the dock guards. He's like, I need a boat with like your best yeah. men to hunt down these scoundrels. Because, yeah, they st- it was his boat that they stole. Yeah. I think we didn't clarify that. Yeah, um, we kind of brushed over that whole bit where they had like an argument with him. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so like he had, he tries to kill like the daughter. Like actually, yeah. yeah, we may as well mention that. And at that point, she realizes that Forge is evil, and then rebels against him. So they they end up like knocking him into the water. He gets out, yeah. and now we're at this point. Um, so yeah, they, they like the boat is now run. Like you know, it's not it's not got anyone like controlling it, and crashes into another boat <laughs> in the docks. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and as he he gets in it and starts like. Dry, like um, riding away, mm. he then goes down to look. He's got his like hole and realizes that it's all been like it's all falling through it's the floor, falling out, <laughs> pouring out of this portal. Which uh, which is really funny. It was a very so basically good they did, you did that as like um like a temptation to get the people of the city away from yeah. the um which is quite clever from the spell cast because I think that would thing. work. Like, I think that would definitely yeah. work. And so when she tries to kill everyone who's in the arena. Yeah. Whereas she only gets away with like I think killing a few of like the rich people. Yeah, who it's kind of implied that they're pretty corrupt. So yeah. you're kind of a bit like Meh, yeah. whatever. Which I'd be interested if there is like another film to see like if there are any ramifications of that though. Yeah. Because that'd be quite clever if they had like ramifications of like these people. I feel like if they were going to do another film, <coughs> it would be sensible to do it as like a whole different com- campaign. I know I agree, but maybe you could have like reference. Yeah, maybe. It'd be like, oh, did you hear about what happened in Neverwinter? Yeah, you know, because you do that, don't you? Like, if if you yeah, say if you're running like a D and D campaign, yeah, like if you want to have like them interspersed into like the world, you'd be like, oh well, do, do you um, you know, you run past this place where this happened. Yeah, true. Like, so I think that could be quite fun as like a reference yeah. if there's a second film. I know they're doing like a TV show. Oh really? Yeah, there's meant to be like like sort of linked, but I guess that kind of makes sense because it's so like running a campaign is so long. Oh yeah. And you have side quests and whatnot. Yeah. Which I think the film did quite a good job of having that kind of feel. Yeah, I think so. Without being, like, tediously long. Yeah. I mean, the only real side quest was, I guess, like, tracking down the helm. And yeah. And going to get it. I guess that was kind of two side yeah. quests. It was weird that they didn't have, like... Apart from the paladin, they didn't really have, like, quest givers. Like, no, they were sort of the quest givers. It was quite, like, self... Yeah. I thought it was fun, though. Yeah. So basically, yeah, they they effectively end up having a big face off with the sorceress, with the evil witch yeah. lady. It's very, very Avengers at this point because they're all like attacking her, sort of, um, you know, individually, like working as a team. Yeah, like it's very, very Avengers. I feel like it was. Do you know what it was like? Go on. It was like that scene in Guardians of the Galaxy two mm-hmm. where they're having that fight, and Groot is dancing, and they keep having to like rescue him because he's a baby. Yes, a little bit of that. And eventually, like, they manage to seek... The, um, so the, the daughter comes back, 
and actually plays quite a big role in the at the end of the fight. Yeah. And what we failed to mention is that she has like a necklace uh, thing that can yeah. make her go invisible. Yeah. To be fair, like it's it's not really seen as a big thing throughout the entirety of the film. Yeah. Like except from at the start. Out. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh yeah, remember this thing? It's back. There was a bit as well where in the middle where she was like, oh, I use it to sneak around the car. Yeah, but they don't, yeah, but they don't like show her doing that. No. So it was like, well, okay, cool. Anyway, so she does that, puts the yeah, magic... She puts the anti-magic bracelet on to the evil sorceress, who is then in <coughs> thoroughly in the style of the Hulk. Yeah. Smashed into the ground until into unconsciousness, yeah. basically, I guess. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And they... And because she's now unconscious and has no magic, the Lord awakens. Yeah. Forge is imprisoned. Yeah, in the prison that they were. They were at. In. And the really funny thing is that he tries to escape by throwing the. Um, he the tries to do exactly the, window, the same thing that they, they did at the start. The but they bricked up the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a great bit. It was really funny. Yeah, because he's telling them like a sob story. Yeah. Basically saying how like his family was like life was yeah. hard when he was younger. Yeah. And he's like, "This is the reason why." <laughs> Quick, grab, grab Johnson. <laughs> And yeah, and it just turns out they bricked up the window. It was really that which, was really. Oh funny my bit. god! Like, I think it was just his mannerism as well. He's yeah. like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." I'm so sorry. I'm <laughs> uh, I do quite enjoy the fact that he was able to do that on his own, by the way. Yeah. Whereas obviously before, like, it took two of them to be. To be fair, do I don't. Game. You don't know how hard it was for them because it did look reasonably easy. Yeah, true. That's true, actually. Um. Yeah. So anyway, overall thoughts on the film. I thought it was great. I thought it was absolutely great. Yeah. Like, really funny. Really just... Very true to the lore. Yeah, I think they did a very good job of balancing balancing it so that people that are into D&D and want to see all these little, like, things had enough. It was almost like just a, a sort of a fantasy film. Yeah. But with D&D Easter eggs. Yeah, I feel like it, it would have... If you weren't a D&D player or fan... It would have stood on its own as a fantasy film with a few like funny, quirky things. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention actually, and I think, like, so the barbarian played by Michelle Rodriguez dies. Uh, yeah. That was quite. To be honest, it was such a big bit that was ridiculous. It was so obvious what was going to happen that someone at the back of the cinema cried. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you should have seen what was going to happen. Uh, but basically, yeah. So like, they have this really big soppy moment where because she gets stabbed by one of the um blades as after they the fight the, after blades. they fight the um sorceress yeah. and you can see all the veiny thing that happens and she dies they have this really emotional moment where they remember all the things that she's yeah. done in the past and it's like and how she was like the the little girl's you know like secret su- mother surrogate mother or whatever yeah. and it's just like we know what's gonna happen yeah i feel like that was a predictable twist. I think that was completely predictable. It was slightly painful. It was like painfully predictable. Yeah, you're like, what? Why? And then they they like dragged it out, and it was taking so long for him to like pull yeah. the, pull out the tablet of reawakening, whatever. We're like, we all know what's oh. going to happen. Like, I feel like you know she's been like, because I think because your daughter was older. Yeah. She's been more of a mother to her than like her actual well, she mother probably was. Remember her actual mother. That's what that's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Because like. She, because I, yeah, I feel like we didn't clarify, but like the daughter when the mum died was a baby. Yeah, exactly. That was why she was able to hide in the, in the cupboard, in the, in the cupboard, whatever. or in the false, in a false like wall plate in the yeah. wall. Anyway, yeah, 
yeah i think honestly people should watch it yeah it's absolutely amazing i um don't fall into the trap of thinking that chris pine's character is a bard because apparently he's a thief which and it all became yeah. a lot clearer once i found that out yeah it it's slightly confusing because he, he carries like a loot around and he's playing it a lot and he kind of like is <coughs> a bard yeah he basically has like all the bard skills except from he has no magic yeah but that's only because obviously i felt that would have made him very overpowered yeah, I feel like maybe he was like a thief of like one or two levels of bard. Possibly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like not enough to like... Or if he was a bard, he was a bard that had no magical ability. Yeah. Like, like some, somehow, him. like, you know, he just didn't... But he, didn't like, really, yeah. he was a little bit like actually underpowered compared to everyone else. But I felt like that was quite good. Yeah. I actually slightly wish maybe they had given him like the sneak attack. Yeah. Like maybe in some way like had him like, you know, like knife someone from behind and like just through knowledge of like you know being like a thief or whatever yeah he was able to like get them in the right place he was yeah his character was like a little bit underpowered comparative to everyone else yeah because when you see like um, michelle rodriguez character yeah taking on like five people at one point yeah. i think and he's just there like taking on one person and also with her we weren't sure for a while if she was a barbarian or a fighter i feel like if she wasn't well we're still not sure if yeah. she was a barbarian they definitely could have played the whole rage thing up a bit more. yeah they didn't really ever get her like properly angry and I don't yeah. know that, that might have just been maybe, like, writing or whatever. But, like, if you, like... And, again, it, this is just, like, obviously nitpicking comparative to, like, you know, the game. Oh, yeah. Like, but in the game, like, if you have a barbarian go into, like, a raid, they're, like, yeah. foaming at the mouth and, like... Yeah, exactly. Like, they've lost their mind for, like, that... Yeah, for that period of time. And then they're, like, time. exhausted afterwards. Yeah. It, like, drains all your energy. Yeah, you if you fall asleep, actually, that'd have been quite a good bit, actually. Yeah, if you then always fell asleep afterwards. Yeah, that'd have been yeah. quite a good bit. Or if, like, you know... Like, he has to, like, carry her for a little yeah. while or something. But, yeah, like... Yeah, so I'm still again, to these this are day like not sure of... if she was a fighter or a barbarian. Yeah, these are sort of, like, real, like, nitpicky things. Yeah. But, again, they, they couldn't be too strict to the law, because otherwise... No, but I feel like... that the sorcerer was a very clear sorcerer. Yeah. The druid was a very clear druid. Yeah. The paladin was a very clear paladin. Yeah, that's true. And then you've got these two, like, kind of, I guess you'd say the two real main characters. Yeah. That kind of didn't really play to their, um... It wasn't obvious. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'd actually, I'd have liked to have seen him pick a lock. That would have been quite good, actually. Yeah. If he, like, if maybe... Like, like use any... Like, thief skills? skills? Yeah. I'm still not convinced he wasn't meant to be a bard, to be honest. Yeah, it was a little bit dubious. Like I did quite like actually the um there's a bit where they basically use like um a mirror image. Yeah. And the mirror just starts to fall apart. Yeah. And it becomes very like Chris like Chris Pine horror slightly because yeah, it's quite funny. but in like a funny way. It's yeah. not scary. It's just like funny. Yeah. And like yeah that that was very good because like it was him like playing the loot and just like faking like you know making yeah. playing a song and in front of Lego guards. Like like I don't like, even know like tripping. Kind of... Like, r- 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 yeah, like, like a stuck record. That's yeah, the and then it kind of like starts dissolving. Yeah, and eventually, like one or of the like guards, like maybe? yeah, and one of the guards like puts their hand through him, and he starts like to just like fall apart completely. Yeah, because obviously he's not really there. Yeah, that was fun. So that was quite fun. So though. yeah, I think they they did a good job of like playing to D and D fans without making it so that those that ha- don't aren't into D and D would find it tedious. It is the best D and D film I think they've made. Honestly, I haven't watched the other ones, but I've I've read about yeah. them, and apparently they're just terrible. Anyway, like, so if some like people me, might like them, but... the trailer put you off because I don't know. I saw the trailer and I was a bit like I just wasn't expecting it to be good. I don't know, but then we went and actually I really enjoyed it, I even think, though I fell asleep. I I think obviously it's a thing nowadays, isn't it? Where it's quite hard to actually make a good film. Yeah. 
Something I will say though, and this is after like doing a bit of reading before we went and mm-hmm. that, um, is that I would I'd be interested to know how much of this film was the current producers, and how much of it was the producers from beforehand. Because this film sort of languished in a bit of sort of development hell for quite a while. I think lots of films do. And basically, the the producers who came on used some of the previous producers' work, I believe, at least according to Wikipedia, mm. which I was reading before. And um, basically, yeah, I would be interested to know how much of it was them, like the the, like the old, who? yeah, like you know, if any, they they might have just like you know, they might have been like, nah, we're going to scrap mm. that and we're just going to do it all ourselves. But I, th- I also felt like the producers actually had knowledge of D&D. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like they, someone, they, someone on board yeah, had knowledge like of they'd D&D. at least played some. Because it's the, like, funny things that, like, aren't necessarily in the books, but when you play a campaign, you kind of, like, ends up happening. Yeah. You know, like yeah. like things like, you know, you roll a one and the bridge collapses. Yeah. All that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, so well, I think that was quite... Well, you have that overcompetent characters like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. Honestly, where would you, where would you rate it? So, send me like out of 10. Um, I want to say 8.5, but I can't actually think of anything I didn't like about it. I just, that honestly, was like my gut, gut number. Yeah, I, I can't really think of anything I didn't like about it. Like... And I think anything I didn't really like was mainly just, like, because we played the game. Yeah. And obviously, when we play the game, we play it by our rules. Yeah. I so did... other people's tables might might be more in line with the way that this film played out kind of thing. I did say there were some, maybe some, like, issues with that, actually, from people maybe getting into D&D from this, if they did. Yeah. Was that now they're going to always compare it to the film. Yeah, like, they might want to be a druid, because the druid in the film is super powerful, but yeah. actually, like, until you're, like, a high-level druid, you're yeah. not going to be able to do hard Druids stuff. are... Unless you, like, you know, you stat them in a certain way, you're pretty easy to die. <laughs> I feel like they're, um... Well, like, there's a few sort of classes in D&D that are good at the lower levels, and yeah. the rest of them, you know, you really have to yeah. work them up before they get any yeah. kind of... Yeah, I think, I think there is definitely an element of that. I would have been interested if, like... Because I assume they will at some point probably release, like, character, like, sheets for them. Yeah, it would be quite um, interesting I'd be interested to... to know what their character sheets are. Yeah. Or even just, like, slightly play through their campaign or whatever. Yeah. Because I know, I know um... they've, re- they've released, basically, like, leading up to the um, the the initial breakout of the prison. Mm. Which is quite an interesting thought. So you can actually play... I don't know if you're freeing them or if you're freeing someone else yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but we all know how to do it now, don't we? We throw the Aarakocra out the window. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> But I also feel like that's quite a good like little bit from like uh, a, a DM point of view. Yeah. Because now you're like, well, I, I know what you're gonna do, so I yeah, just, exactly. You know, we'll, we'll make... The window's gonna be bricked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was or, really or good. The, the poor guy Jonathan is probably <laughs> not to go near any prisoners because they will try to throw him out the window. Yeah, I think the big thing is the thing to say is that you don't have to know D and D to go no. and watch this film. Definitely not. Like. And I think you'll still enjoy it if you like fantasy, and particularly if you like that kind of if comedy you like fantasy. Game of Thrones. Yeah. I think actually there's some bits in there that are very, quite like Game of Thrones actually. Yeah. I think the start is very sort of like. The start was very Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, watch it. Yeah, you should watch it. We enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, we can't think of anything wrong with it. Honestly, so probably pretty good. No, yeah, like it's really good, and you know. Because we, I read a few reviews before we went and actually saw it. Well, we actually went to see it because you read reviews yeah, and said it that was is really true. good. Yeah, and every review I I read were like positive. Yeah. You know. 
I mean, so, the cinema wasn't that busy. It was, I think it was pretty busy. It was busy like medium then. busy, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Um, and, but it hasn't been out that long. No. Yeah. Um, anyway. I've been James. I've been Chloe. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>